Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 150, Green Healing Show. A scientist who heals her own autoimmunity with Dorinda Smith, scientist and functional medicine practitioner. All right. So I'm very excited to have you here. We already talked before a few times. And I'm very, very uh, curious about uh, knowing the autoimmunity system and how it works. And uh, congratulations for your health that I know you had some challenges for 15 years, you said, and after 15 years, you could overcome and you are going to share your success story here. Yes, absolutely. And can you hear me okay? Good. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm always happy to tell my story. Um, it's a, it's a sad story. But it's also a happy story because I really started off when I was 12 years old having problems that I would later come to find out were just the very, very beginning of me developing autoimmune diseases. And I wound up with seven autoimmune diseases uh, plus severe fibromyalgia. And um, these were developing all the way back from when I was a teenager. And of course, back then, we just didn't know any better. And even now, doctors don't really tell people when they start having chronic symptoms that, you know, this is the, the chronic inflammation that will or could lead to autoimmune or other chronic health conditions if they don't do something about that runaway chronic inflammation. So tell me about your own story. So how, how, how did you end up to discover your problem? Because you've uh, suffered for years and then suddenly something happened, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you start discovering and healing yourself. And how long it took since you discovered your problem to heal yourself? Yeah, well, you know, I started off my career as an autoimmune disease research scientist. And I was totally enamored with the immune system. And so I went into a field called immunotoxicology and I studied the effects of toxicants on the immune system, did my master's degree, was working on my PhD, had finished a prestigious PhD fellowship with the National Institutes of Environmental Health Sciences. I was working while I was going to school. I was like the super mom, I was doing it all, right? And I started noticing some really crazy symptoms. And I had already had a bunch of symptoms since back, like I said, since I was 12, like migraines and chronic infections. And, you know, my feet were always killing me and my joints were always aching. And But I just dealt with it. Right. But when I was in my Ph.D. program, everything came to a head. Um, and of course we know that stress has something to do with it because stress raises your chronic inflammation levels 
And of course, I was under a massive amount of stress trying to work full time as a scientist while finishing my PhD, while taking care of my family. And um, I guess it was just too much. And my body really started showing some very crazy symptoms, things like um, very severe IBS and, you know, what they later said was IBD and Crohn's disease. Um very severe, very, very severe migraines, the kind that would knock me out for a week and I couldn't work. I couldn't get out of bed. Um, just lots of crazy things were going on. And, you know, of course I was bouncing from doctor to doctor and they were all doing my blood work and saying, well, there's nothing wrong with you. Well, why don't you check my thyroid? Well, there's nothing wrong with your thyroid. Well, why don't you check this? Well, there's nothing wrong there. Why don't you check that? Well, there's nothing wrong there. And, you know, I, I find it very ironic that even all of the doctors and the scientists were, that were around me in my PhD program, and even me myself, none of us thought you've got an autoimmune disease. None of us did. <laughs> but that's what it wound up being. And my first diagnosis was scleroderma with severe fibromyalgia. Within a year, they were diagnosing me with arthritis and it was in most of the joints throughout my body and it was progressing very quickly. Um, then they gave me a diagnosis of low thyroid, which became Hashimoto's. Then they gave me a diagnosis of polymyositis. They, they were trying to say that it was maybe MCTD. It was maybe this, it was maybe that. They couldn't figure it out. They finally said, okay, just give it the basic label of polymyositis. I mean, on and on it went. Um, they started giving me a ton of medications and, and um, steroids, um, which actually made me better, but also worse in the long run. These medications, they are basically for your symptoms. They don't do anything about the underlying root cause of the problem. And actually they make the underlying root cause worse especially the steroids and some of the biologicals that they give us. So, so I actually developed Addison's disease, what they call secondary Addison's disease, just from taking all of the medication that they were giving me. Um, and finally, they saw that I was developing lupus antibodies. So to me, it seemed like my body was really falling apart at the seams. And here I was trying to raise my young granddaughter by myself. My husband had left in the beginning of all this mess. He said, I'm done, right? So there I was trying to deal with this. And um, I had to quit school. I had to quit working as a scientist. I became totally disabled. And I was disabled for 15 years. And the doctor said that I had anywhere between 10 and 20 years to live. And they said that 20 was if I was really lucky with the way my disease was progressing. And so, you know, me being that trained conventional scientist, I just bought that hook, line and sinker. I just gave up and just said, well, all right, if this is the way it is, this is the way it is. And there isn't anything else, right? Because at the highest level, I was trained that there isn't anything else. There's nothing you can do except the pharmaceutical route and then you're still going to die. You're still going to progress. It's just going to slow the progression of the disease. That's all it's going to do. And so I languished 
and got worse and worse over the course of my disability for about 15 years before um, one day I was having the worst flare I had ever had in my life. And I literally was very scared. Um, it had gone on for about two weeks straight. Um, they were getting ready to put me back in the hospital again. I was really scared. And I wound up collapsing on my bedroom floor. And I literally just cried out to God. I'm a very strong Christian. And so I cried out to God. And it was just this dramatic scene. <laughs> you know, you can imagine. I'm thinking I'm dying and I'm on the floor crying and, you know, crying out to God. And I just said, you can't take me yet. You know, I have to finish raising Jana and, you know, and I'm a scientist for crying out loud. If there's anything I've missed, please show me. Well, I got the answer to my prayer and this is the truth. I got back up into bed and um, on my TV screen was a YouTube video and it said scleroderma and functional medicine. And I instantly just went, oh, what is that? That's just a bunch of bunk. I just didn't even buy it. I didn't even want to look at it. Nothing. I thought it was just, you know, oh, that's that natural stuff. That stuff doesn't work, right? Because that's the way I was trained. And so I was very much... That's the problem with uh, many, many people's mindset because it's this is just maybe just pacify you for a while, but it's not going to heal you. Okay. It's a mindset. It's very much a mindset. And we're ingrained in it in in our society. We're taught there's a pill for an ill. And if there isn't a pill for an ill, there's nothing else that you can do. And no one ever teaches us about nutrition, about our mitochondrial health, about our gut health, about the things that we can do to empower ourselves to feel better rather than just go on living these very unhealthy lifestyles, very unhealthy nutritional practices that are actually causing the illness in the first place. (laughs) And doctors don't even get any nutritional training. And so, of course, they don't teach us these things, right? They're totally enveloped in this um, you know, pharmaceutical mindset, right? When there is so much more science out there, there's so much more. And that's what I found out when I finally went back and watched this YouTube because I couldn't get it out of my head. It was like the Lord was tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you need to watch that. You need to watch that. And so I did, I went back and watched it. I was totally floored that this video showed peer-reviewed science from all around the world and from the top medical places like Harvard, like MIT, like um, the Cleveland Clinic and places all around the world who were showing science about, again, your gut health and the things that you can do to change and reverse chronic illness and especially autoimmune disease and your mitochondrial health and the invisible infections that are involved and your nutrition and your hormones and all of these different things. And they were showing just um, peer-reviewed research after peer-reviewed research. And I just sat back and said, oh my goodness, I was taught none of this in my PhD program, none. And so right away I said, well, I knew that this was my answer to prayer, but I was really skeptical, right? I still thought, hmm, well, how much of this is real and how much of this is not? And as a scientist, I'm naturally skeptical. So what I did was I did my own meta-analysis 
and just got into PubMed and just started looking at all the research that was out there. And this time I didn't only look at the research that was driven by the U.S. government. OK, now I looked at the research from everywhere, from all around the world and all of the private institutions. And and what I found was pretty astonishing that there is so much more out there. And so I got started. I I found a doctor and started working on it. Um, that first doctor got me a little ways down the road, but not all the way. And then I found an actual functional medicine doctor who was willing to teach me and take me on. And also with her team of naturopathic doctors, then together we all, and with my research, my continuing research, then together we found all of the underlying root causes of my autoimmune diseases and we fixed them. And now I am considered 95% healed. And even, this will blow your mind, even my own rheumatologist who has seen me for years and has a file this thick on me, right? She said, if I hadn't have known how sick you were, I wouldn't have believed it. She said, but today I cannot even diagnose you with even one chronic illness. Wow, that's a great success story. Thank you for sharing. And this is, and that's the purpose of this show to show other people that there is hope, there is other alternative medicine. And yeah. maybe we can say alternative, complementary, because you can actually. <laughs> discover your own health, health issues and something that is hidden there and you can see it. That's okay, right. let's have a few second break and then we come back again here. Please subscribe to Panta Calhoun Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Thank you for watching. All right, so let's continue. I'm very excited <laughs> to see how you help others when they have autoimmune system and other chronic disease. Yeah, well, actually, um, the Institute for Functional Medicine is pretty clear about what we need to do. Um, I basically follow you know, there's nothing special or different about um, what we do at my company that all the other functional medicine doctors are doing. I'm following the greats, like the father of functional medicine, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, um, and um, so many awesome doctors and scientists out there that have basically put together the puzzle pieces for us. And then all we have to do is we have to just do the testing in the individual, find out exactly what their nutritional deficiencies are, find out what their gut health issues are, get started working on those. Because really, if your nutrition is bad, you cannot get well, okay? Because your nutrition, we found, it's not just calories and carbs and fats and proteins, okay? Your food is actually little biochemical messengers that are telling your genes how to express. And your genes can either express in a healthy way or they can express in a very unhealthy way. And if you have good nutrition, really good nutrition, and it's 
and you're creating an environment in your body that is anti-inflammatory, then your genes will mostly express healthy and your body and your immune system knows how to heal you. That's what it was created to do, right? So, so we look at our nutrition first, then we get started on the gut health. And oh my goodness, you know, typically um, we see just in two tests, just in a gut health test and a good nutrition panel, we see anywhere between 20 and 30 things wrong with people on a basic cellular level that we can fix, that we can teach people how to take power over, right? And then it's just a matter of teaching and motivating the person to do what they need to do to get well. And yes, while it's true, changing your diet, changing your lifestyle practices, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world. But guess what? It's a lot better than continuing to languish and get worse and worse in your illness. You know, there is some common thing about the food. They say, okay, whole grain, it's, uh, let's say, on, um, anti-inflammatory, um, inflammation food, or, yeah. you know, and something common that people know already. Mm-hmm. But I know in functional medicine, um, it's different because you go through the custom labs. Everybody yes. ha- has their own different food sensitivity. And That's they right. may, maybe you are good with some, let's say, <laughs> with tomato, but somebody else doesn't, right? That's right. And the That's problem, exactly right. let's say, with the tomato, which uh, that's my my problem as well, because um, I always had tomato because I knew that is good, right? They said it's uh, against the cancer. You have to eat it, you know. Then I realized uh, I went to acupuncture, and he said this is not good during the pregnancy for you mm. because that's the food you shouldn't eat. Or you have to eat um, very little. You shouldn't eat too much. But this is not the thing people know because they they think that, okay, this food is good because it can prevent cancer. They don't know about their own body. So they try to eat the food that they even don't like it. Because my and never in my whole life, I never loved like a whole tomato. And that was the reason for that. Yeah. I love like cherry tomato because it's easy and small to eat, right? But uh, because uh, you have to trust your body and trust your taste uh, and the diet that you don't like, it means there is something wrong with your body, right? Right. And yeah, that's the beautiful thing about practicing functional science is that it's absolutely personalized for every individual person. And that's what we know. That's what we've learned in the science. You can't do the conventional cookie cutter thing and just say, okay, this one medicine is always going to work for this person. And we know that's not true. We know very well that that's not true, right? But when you do the testing and you see exactly where your nutritional deficiencies are, you see exactly where your hormones are, you see exactly where your gut bugs are and, you know, how many good ones you've got, how many bad ones you've got and how to fix that, how to balance it, right? 
then you can look at your invisible infections and you can see, you know, well, is there an underlying Lyme disease that's causing this? Is there an underlying Epstein-Barr? Is there an underlying CMV, right? There's so many different things that we've identified in the sciences that are actually common root causes of most chronic illness and autoimmune disease. And I'm not just talking about, you know, regular autoimmune diseases here. I'm talking about most chronic illness like uh, heart disease, like diabetes, like the things, you know, like PCOS and infertility problems in women. All of these things are very much related to our gut health to our hormones, to our mitochondrial health, to our thyroid health, right? And we know how to fix those things now in functional science. It's just a matter of teaching people how to do it, doing the testing and then teaching people how to do it. Because, um, you know, like I'll give you an example. People who come in with Hashimoto's, usually we could help them to turn that around in an average of about six months. And now they all of a sudden don't have any more of those thyroid antibodies being produced and they feel much better. And isn't that much better by doing a couple of tests and working with someone and changing your diet and, you know, doing a few other things, right? Isn't that much better than living a life on thyroid medication that doesn't really work that great? And you're still feeling kind of crappy. You're still feeling tired. You're still feeling like you don't have all the energy right? Isn't it much better to actually attack the problem at the root cause, fix it and be done with it? Exactly. Because as you said, because I'm fertility coach and my clients coming, they think that that's the only problem they have, mm. PCOS. Mm. Okay. Maybe that's only uh, fer fertility <laughs> issues. Then I said, okay, what's your problem? And some of them has IBS, some of them have uh, gut issues. And then I just tried to talk about it. And they said, no, don't worry about it. I had it for a long time. They don't know that <laughs> these kind of problems, yes, is going to prevent their yeah. fertility even. Exactly. And you cannot, you know, what we've, if there's the biggest thing that we've learned in the sciences is that, is that your body is intricately related. Your, your liver is related to your brain health. Your gut health is related to your joint health and to your overall inflammation. Everything is interrelated and you can't just separate things by organs like we've done in conventional medicine, right? We really do need to look at not only the whole person biochemically, but look at the whole person from their lifestyle practices, from, from their emotional and their stress management health, from their spiritual health, right? It's all interconnected and we need to take that into account and treat people as individuals right not as um you know just a cookie cutter everybody with scleroderma you're going to treat this way you know exactly. no it's very personalized that's the problem uh, only blood blood works like a general blood works don't work well they can help if things are already getting pretty bad. But what I love about functional testing is that it's state of the art. It's looking at the way the cells are expressing metabolites 
right? I mean, it is deep and it's very, very precise, right? And while these tests can cost, you know, three or $400 each, and, you know, that might be a little bit of a jump for some people, trust me, you know, you've probably spent three or $400 on, you know, having your hair done and getting some makeup and jewelry, right? Isn't it more important to put that money into your health so that you can be happy and healthy and thriving rather than getting into your 50s and 60s and starting to take multiple pharmaceuticals? Maybe in your 70s, you're in and out of the doctor's office. Maybe in your 80s, you've got dementia. Why live like that? It just makes no sense to me, right? So when people say, oh, well, it's too expensive. No, it's really not. Comparatively of what you're spending your money on, it's just a matter of priorities. You know, if you compare it with the IVF and <laughs> all the medicine, oh because gosh. it's not supported by, by insurance, right? It's, yes. it's much more expensive. So instead Absolutely. of repetitive IVF, <laughs> And all the expensive medical tools and, you know, examination is still better. Yes. Yeah. Get the test, fix the problem, and then you don't need all those expensive procedures. Exactly. This is a great example here. (laughs) Yeah. and, and, And the bottom line of it, though is that you have to be willing to make those changes. Like I know me personally, um, like when I go to church and they have a big church banquet and all the women make their favorite casseroles with tons of gluten and sugar and you got all these pies and cakes and all of this. Basically, it's junk food. None of it is organic. None of it is clean. None of it has good, healthy oils, right? They're all using corn oil and Crisco and, right? I mean, I wouldn't touch that food to save my life, right? Um, And then what do I have to deal with? I have to deal with the, uh, you know, the looks, the little comments of, well, you're a little extreme, right? Everybody eats this way. Well, that's why everybody is sick, right? (laughs) And so, you know, you look around and they're all, you know, they're all very ill. They all have their, their own little, you know, multiple different problems. They're all overweight. They've all got issues, right? And me, I'm walking around, I'm turning 59 this year. And I run circles around my 30-year-old friends. I'm still on stage singing and dancing and, you know, right? I'm, I am healthier now than I have ever been my entire life. And why? Because I choose to make those very important nutritional and lifestyle changes that a lot of people don't want to make. But I'm here to tell you, I didn't want to make them either. But now that I have, I am so blessed. I am so happy. I have never been this healthy, never been this emotionally happy. My brain works better. Everything works better. And it is so worth it. Exactly. What is more important than health during the nothing? Nothing. Nothing. If you you are not healthy, you can't enjoy your life. So what's the point? That's right. And you're just struggling through life. I mean, why live your life like that? It just doesn't make any sense. No. So you have your website here. What do you have in your website and how people can approach you? 
Yeah, thank you. Well, um, what we have is we have a free masterclass that we offer to everyone. It's at go.truewellnesstoday.net. And I think it's scrolling along the screen there. And um, people can go there, watch the masterclass. And in the masterclass, it tells my full story. It also gives you your research starting points. So it gives you all the names of the different doctors and the different places that you can go research for yourself. Because I don't want anybody to just believe what I say. Who am I? I'm just some scientist. You don't know who I am, right? So, you know, do your own research and see that there are literally millions of people around the world who are doing and have done what I'm doing right now, keeping yourself healthy and reversing disease quite naturally for the most part, right? So watch the masterclass. Um, I always offer a free visit to everyone so they can sit down with me and they can get their questions answered and talk about their specific illness. And I can give them, you know, very clear um, what they can expect, expectations, right? Um, And that's another thing that I should talk about is that in functional medicine, it's not like it's a cure-all and everybody gets 100% and everybody's perfect after this. You know, it's not really like that. It really depends on the person's level of illness. It depends on the person's level of diligence and and how well they're able to follow their protocols and follow their lifestyle and nutritional practices, right? Um, But, um, you know, we see that most people can get like an average of 80% better and wow, isn't that awesome when you think about that? If, you, if you're looking at life with severe chronic illness and someone, if someone gave you a pill and said, this pill is going to make you 80% better, are you going to take that pill? Yeah, right? Um, the, the difference is here is that you've got to actually take control of your own life. It's not as easy as just taking a pill. It's there not are as, no pills. As, as you think, right? It takes time. It does. It takes time. Yeah. The average person um, with even one autoimmune disease diagnosis, it takes about two years to help you to reverse, right? And that's if you're diligent, that's if you're you're really trying. But I wanna say one thing here too, is that um, in the very beginning, when I was first learning how to do this, my biggest fear is that, oh, I'm just gonna fail. <laughs> I'm just gonna fall right on my face because this is the girl that sat down and ate, you know, a party sized bag of M&Ms every night, right? This is the girl who was like a total junk food junkie totally right. I, my diet was so bad. And, um, you know, and this is how I lived. This was my comfort food. This was the only thing that gave me pleasure when I was so sick. Right. So I thought, how am I supposed to give up my M&Ms? How am I supposed to give up my bread? How am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed to live without eating pasta? (laughs) Right. Um, but what I found out is that you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And as you're learning, you get a little bit better. You take those baby steps, get a little bit better every day. Yes, you do fall on your face and you do screw up here and there, but that teaches you as well, because you start to feel better when you're eating right. And then as soon as you screw up and go out and eat that pizza pizza and have a beer with it, 
now you're back in bed. Now you're sick again. And now you start understanding, oh, the food really does play a huge role in my level of inflammation and in my symptoms. And then you start taking care of it and you start learning and it teaches you. The point is you should find some alternatives. Like uh, even if you you don't uh, eat those food that you think that you like it, <laughs> there are a lot of, you can uh, create lots of variety, create a really nice dish for yourself. You know, yeah. you don't need to suffer because there are lots of options. There are like so many day, options. Yeah. Oh so my many gosh. Options. So many options. And people will always say, well, if you tell me that I have to go on an elimination diet for a while in order to heal my gut, it's not a forever diet. It's, you know, just while you're healing your gut and you tell people, well, you're going to be able to have some really awesome, good, healthy, clean meats. You're going to be able to have nuts and seeds. You're going to be able to have, you know, most vegetables and some fruits and, you know, some good, healthy oils. And people go, oh, well, what am I supposed to eat? There's nothing to eat. It's like, oh my gosh, you've got tens of thousands of choices. It's just that these things are different than what you're used to. And so it all boils down to right here. Where's your mindset? What are you willing to do in order to help yourself feel better? Uh, yeah, I, one day I thought I cannot live without coffee. I mm. used to drink coffee three oh. times a day, especially when I work. I when I worked in the office, everybody drank coffee. And then I just smelled it. I said, oh, my God, I have oh. to have it. And then um, for my pregnancy, the acupuncture say you have to cut coughing. And for me, it was so difficult, especially the coffee part. And uh, I, I couldn't, I even cut the tea those days. Right now, I have my tea, uh, but not just green tea. So then I started, okay, let's do it. Then when I change it, because milk was not good for me those days as well, like dairy product, all, all of this inflammation, and because I had asthma, so I see how much uh, better I feel. Yeah. You know, so when you have that great feeling, then it's okay, that's fine. So whenever I just tempted to have coffee or milk, then I just remember those bad feelings about myself, about my health. And now I felt, okay, if I don't drink it, I feel much better. So why should I start drinking it again? Exactly. It yeah. teaches you. It teaches yeah. you. Yeah. And, and your so you body are... get used to it. Your body. And no, I can't drink milk anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, yeah. I can't. I cannot drink milk. No. And I know, you know, part of coming through like a good functional medicine program or a functional science program, if it's good and comprehensive, it's going to teach you about all these things. And when you know what milk and especially cow's milk is doing inside of your body, you look at it differently. You don't think about it the same way, right? And even like, you know, what we know now is that even um, good organic, high quality cow's milk, is still highly inflammatory in the body. And if people have skin rashes or allergies or 
or asthma or any of these types of chronic um, nasal infections, right? Sinusitis. Um, we take people off of dairy and most people will get significantly better within a few days, right? It's just that people, you know how people are, right? We have our own mindsets. We have our own beliefs. And what I have found and, you know, what everybody talks about in functional medicine is that people will limit themselves from their ability to get well because of the things that they choose to believe, right? So it really does start right here. If, if you believe that you can make these changes and that you can have a powerful change of life, you will and you will get well. Right. But if you keep believing that, oh, there's no way I could possibly give up coffee. I know I get it. I was the same way. I adore coffee. I still do, but I can't drink it. So, OK, you know, what's the alternative? Now let's have some green tea instead. And now I love my green tea. Can I say that I love my green tea as much as I adore coffee and that whole coffee ritual? No. But what's the choice that I'm going to make, right? Do I want to be sick and do I want to go down that path? Or do I want to live my life on a healthy, thriving, beautiful path where I'm happy and where I can dance circles around everybody I know? I would rather be on that path. And if that means I have to give up coffee, then I am happy to give up coffee to make that happen. Beautiful. So, Dorinda, thank you so much for being here. That was really hopeful, and uh, we actually learned so many things from you. If you have, if you want to add something as a, as last words, any hopeful sentence, anything, please do. Oh well, you know the truth is is that anybody can do this, right? You do not have to believe what. A doctor tells you when they tell you, okay, well, you've got this terrible autoimmune disease. Now you're incurable. Now you're screwed. Don't believe that. Get up, do your research. Come watch our masterclass. Do your research. Start learning what other people are doing who have the same disease problems that you have, right? And get empowered, get motivated, get inspired by learning that there is way more that you can do. Don't just sit back and accept some label from a doctor because we know that even though doctors are still telling people that they're incurable, you're really not incurable. There is really so much that you can do. So don't believe it. Be strong. Stand up and do everything that you can do in your own power. Don't just put your, you know, your, your life into a doctor's hands just because he pronounces something over you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Get up, do your research, watch our masterclass. Go then do all your research and see. You really can get better. So have hope. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel in YouTube and order my book, Naturally Conceived, through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power.